and welcome back to another episode of CQP Moments. As always, I'm your host, the Coupon Queen Pen. Guys, I want to talk about things that have been going on again. And the bad part is these are things that happened a while ago. And even the Queen Pen wasn't kind of aware until recently. So let's take a moment out and I'll be right know I'm always talking about how changes in business affect even how you coupon and what I'm going to share with you guys is no exception now like I said in my intro some of these actually all of these things are prior to even 2019 information but somehow they slipped under the radar no one knew and no one was the wiser maybe with the exception of the companies involved even and of course there were a few financial people but really it just seems like i feel kind of bamboozled and sidetracked like even my furry best friend mimi is like how could you so the first big one i want to talk about really is our friends PNG, also known as Procter and Gamble. Now, it seems like back in 2014, they decided to quote unquote streamline their line. Because anyone that knows before 2014, their inserts used to just be filled with everything from soup to nuts, and this included cer- certain food items. But If you've been paying attention, you notice over the years, they've stripped the food items, they've stripped certain beauty products, they've stripped a lot. Um, And this was basically, we were told, so that they could focus on their mainstay items, things like Tide, Olay, basically items that were bringing in the money. And for those of you that don't know, really... uh, P&G had really a lot of beauty products. They had a perfume line that was like, you know, pretty good. These And these items weren't things that you could say, okay, they really weren't good items because I have to give it to the researchers over at Procter & Gamble. When they researched a new item, they really take their time with it and they're making sure that it's kind of somewhat of what the people want. They don't just put an item out there and say, you know what, go for the best. You know, that's that's never them. So it's just really, they actually figure out, you know, even when they got this new thing, Microban, they researched, okay, this is happening. People want this, you know, and Microband, believe it or not, came along at a, almost the perfect time because guess what? We still have a problem finding Lysol. So, you know, they're researching and they're making sure that their products are out there. Um, so I had, like I said, I have to give it to them. But when I found out that they dropped almost over a hundred brands 
just to keep certain ones, it really makes me say, okay, were they losing money on these brands or were they just saying, you know what, let someone else have them or was there another under the table merger made? Because a lot of times, you know, with past episodes, like the one I did on Sprint, the one I did, you know, on other business deals that were happening during the pans during, you know, the beginning of the pandemic, um, that things happen where companies feel it's just beneficial to them to do so. Not that anything is really, really wrong with the item or with the service. It's just that, you know, one company wants more money and one company is just like, you know what, we can unload this. So yeah, they dumped a hundred brands back in, I think it was August of 2014, which was really, really crazy. But think about it. They're still around. They still have Tide. They still have Olay. They still have Pantene. So their mainstays really are doing well for them. It's just, you just have to be careful with some of these companies because you have to see where they're going. And if you see something kind of like not in the insert after a while, just know they're probably just getting rid of it and you will see another company with it. Now, one thing that really, really started this was the other day I was um, in CVS, you know, my favorite store. And I'm looking at the CRTs, which are those, you know, coupons you get from the red box. And it says $2 off of two Mondelez snack items. And I'm like, who the heck is Mondelez? Like, why am I looking for Mondelez snack items? I'm thinking this is some new company. This is, you know, something I've never heard of. So of course I go in and I go to my friend Google because I'm like, okay, I can't be out here looking crazy. You know, the queen pin has to be informed. So I'm like, okay, I go and I look it up and realize that Mondelez Foods owns some of my favorite food, like Oreo and other Nabisco items. And I'm like, wait a minute, what? When did Mondelez buy out Nabisco? Because Nabisco used to be owned by Kraft, if you didn't know. Nabisco used to be owned by Kraft. So when they said, you know, there was a Kraft sale, you got sales on Nabisco items too. But this actually was no more as of 2012. Mondelez Foods, which is a company from Chicago, bought out Nabisco from Kraft. So I'm like, oh my goodness. And I mean, like I said, if you actually go and check them out, they're called Mondelez International. And actually I will leave their their link in the description so you don't have to worry about finding it. Um, They actually went ahead and purchased almost a whole Nabisco line. So now Nabisco is officially a subsidiary of Mondelez International Foods. I, I couldn't believe this, you know, and it's crazy because a lot of times, like I said, I consider myself very well informed, but this goes to show if you're not looking for something, if you're not expecting it, you will not know. You just will not know. So 
I said, oh my goodness. And it really started making me think of like what else out there is, you know, not what it used to be. And, you know, one of the things that I remember a few years ago was Shea Moisture, when Shea Moisture changed. Now, for those of you that don't know, Shea Moisture has been around since I would say the 90s. I found out about them, believe it or not, in the early 2000s. And I found out about them using baby products, believe it or not. Um, And they had some Shea Butter Baby Moisturizer. Amazing, smelled amazing, and it was natural. Loved this stuff. Now, as Shea Moisture is now, it was then, it was a bit expensive. But I mean, you know, when you have a baby, you're like, oh, no expense is too good for my baby. So, you know, (laughs) I went ahead and made sure that I would purchase this all of the time, you know? But um, believe it or not, it was one of those things of, I don't know if they were really trying to get into the mainstream or if they felt, because sometimes when companies see smaller companies and they see that they're doing well, they want to try to offer them something, you know, come be a subsidiary of us or come let us buy you out. Just give us your formula. It's kind of like, you know, Plankton and Mr. Krabs. I want, I want the formula. I want the formula, Krabs. I want the formula. So, um, you know, they, they particularly want smaller companies formulas especially when it's really working and a lot of people are just like raving about it because guess what you can't have all that competition out there so I'm not sure what you know what went on behind the scenes but a lot of people especially when it came to natural products this was the first time in a long time that you could see a natural product in the store let's say at a CVS or a Walgreens, because believe it or not, Shea Moisture was not all over the place. The only places you could find it was at Target and at um, Walgreens. And at this point, it really wasn't at all Walgreens. So it was one of those things of, you know, they managed to get themselves into a mainstream store. But back in 2017, they actually got bought out by Unilever. And the funny thing is Unilever started changing the branding. They started changing and people actually had mentioned that they noticed a difference in the quality of product. And this is what happens a lot of times when you get a lot of large mass production is you'll find out that an item that you used to love, the that the somehow the ingredients change or the way it used to work change, the way it used to taste, smell, something about this item changed. And actually, even myself, this is why I backed off of a lot of Shea Moisture. Like I used to love their soaps. I used to buy almost everything Shea Moisture when it was skin related. So when I started finding out that, you know, it wasn't working for my hair as well as I wanted it to, I backed off of this item and it actually had to start finding different things to use for my hair. 
and even different soaps to use for the fam clan because now we're finding out that there are a lot more drying agents. There are a lot more where this brand was Shea Moisture. You know, it's not being as moisturizing as it was. It's not, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. So they actually went through a lot. And if you even go into their Wikipedia, you find out that there are so many articles written about how things changed and the apologies that they had to make publicly on behalf of the company. So yeah, this is this is one of those things of if you're not paying attention, they will slip things in and you're thinking, hey, it's the same people. Maybe it's just me, but it's not just you guys. It's not just us. It's the fact that, yeah, things have actually changed. No one said anything. And you're thinking, hey, you know what? The labeling is the same. It's around the same price. It's, you know, nothing that kind of affects you has changed. So you're thinking everything is still the same. And behind the scenes, it's actually not. So I would tell you guys to make sure if you have a favorite brand or you kind of notice there's something a little off about the taste or even the consistency color, check out to see if, you know, their parent company has changed, if they've been bought out by someone, you know, there are different things, but definitely check those out because those can be factors. Now, guys, please understand, I am not saying by any means that these make any of these things bad products or bad companies. What I am saying is just be aware of what is going on with the products that you use. And this is part of being one, a smart consumer to a smart couponer. Because again, I always tell you guys, if you're going to coupon for something, make sure it is something that your fam clan can utilize. So if you're finding out that a certain soap is making you itch or something is a bit off with a taste or a smell, then you cannot use that item anymore. And it doesn't make sense for you to stockpile or keep buying this item when you can't use it. So that's why I say it is one of the things of being a smart and well-informed consumer and a smart and well-informed couponer. Because even if you're getting 5 million of them free, if you cannot use the 5 million, because everyone is allergic or it's making everyone itchy or whatever it is. It doesn't make sense to have 5 million of an item that you cannot use, okay? So just be mindful. And like I said, check out your favorite brands. And this is what I also talk about. In other words, where you can, um, sometimes you just have to switch up. That's really what it is. Sometimes you just really have to switch up. But guys, as always, be good to yourselves. Be good to each other. Make sure you guys are staying well informed. And as always, happy shopping. What's up, everybody? This is Dee Watkins, host of the Unfiltered Views podcast. You are now tuned in to CQP Moments with the Coupon Queen Pen.